What's up, bud? What's up? BJ Un Daryl bring to you Bud Watch Wrestling. Oh, I'm BJ. Not <laughs> <laughs> Daryl. I sent down my notes. PJ forgot his line. I sent my notes. He looked at me and I'm like, you haven't said who you are yet, dude. I don't say I'm BJ because I'm not BJ. Do we keep this or do you want to do it again? Uh, I think this is pretty good. Yeah. I think we keep it and just continue okay. on. Yep. Welcome, buds. Welcome. Um, we're waiting for a Chinese food. We're we going to start going here. We're waiting for Chinese food. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to talk some uh, wrestling. But first we have to start uh, this past week. Yes. There were uh, too many, way too, too many, many. Uh, four wrestling wrestlers, <coughs> wrestling peoples <clears throat> passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, first was, uh, well, I don't know how what order it was, I guess, but we had Nikolai Volkov, Brian Christopher, Brickhouse Brown, Tracy Cal- and Tracy Cadell, mm-hmm. which is uh, Trevor Lee's dad. He right. started Omega Wrestling with. Uh, Trying to know until today and stuff. Yeah, I learned that today. Um, but yeah, so you know, yeah, um, buds. yeah. Right. Volkov was. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Brian Christopher's was not good. Uh, another suicide. Right. And that was crazy. Brickhouse Brown. Apparently, this story was interesting. I don't know if you saw. Apparently, they was rumored that he died like a week ago, and then he didn't, and then now he did. Oh. So yeah. That's weird. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, coincidence? Probably. Yeah. That is odd, though. Yeah, a little huh. bit. So, um, but yeah. So. Okay. We'll move on. Yeah. Start to off happier, happier news. news. news well, I mean, it's <laughs> Monday night. So, but yeah, Monday Night Raw. I didn't watch it for the buds out there. Yeah. I had band practice this week out of uh, out of out of order, I guess. Right. Since it happened on Monday instead of Wednesday. Right. Um. Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah. I watched most of the clips that were put up on YouTube. That's pretty much it's, the same thing. Yeah, it's about except it doesn't take me three hours. Exactly. It did take me three hours, but we'll start out. Um. So the beginning of Raw starts with. Roman coming out to the ring, um, wants Lesnar, you know, uh, that fun stuff. Right. Hayden comes out, uh, and he called Roman insane. Yeah, that's which true. Which is pretty good. Yes. Um, Heyman's always. I mean, it is promo. true though. He is it technically. Is. He's yeah. doing the same thing over and over, over again, and expecting and a different result. And over. Yeah. Um. A Roman did call Lesnar his bitch again. Yes, he did. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he does. Yeah, it, I don't. He should call him a motherfucker, and then. I mean. And then I'll care. Like they're not. He's not allowed to say that on TV, though. He's the only guy on on wrestling that can say bitch. Right. Well, Brock Lesnar can too. Right. But, yeah. Because the suplex. City well, he's, bitch. he's Brock Lesnar. He mm-hmm. can do whatever. He Cena can too. And True. Rock. The Rock well, can say whatever. Those are all. Th- those two are obvious exceptions to I all think, the rules. I think The Rock could say "motherfucker" and be okay. Probably. I mean, they'd Just catch saying. it and delay anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we cut to Lesnar backstage and Heyman's going back. Yes. And tell him, "Do you see what Roman saw?" And, and he's like, "No, I don't no. watch the show." And I'm like, "Then why should I watch it if the fucking Universal Champion doesn't right. watch this shit? Like, he doesn't even he watch the show shit. he represents." He's reading fucking magazine. 
which led to some very funny Twitter. I just want to say that I still don't know what week. magazine he was actually holding because there were so many like memes of this out there of him holding like everything. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite one was him holding the uh, Playboy Sable was on the cover. That was my favorite. That was my too. personal favorite. That was yeah. That was excellent. Yeah, that was really good. Um, Kudos to the bud out there that made that one because that mm-hmm. was sweet. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> then we get Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Okay. Uh, it was like a 20 minute match. It was. I didn't realize it, that. I mean, yeah, it was a decent match. Um, Corbin won clean. Kind of weird. Wasn't expecting that. <sighs> I'm not surprised anymore. I'm not either. They but... don't. They don't know what they're doing with Finn. I think. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they know what to do with him. Yeah, definitely. They. I mean, they, we know what they need to do. With push him. him. Well, yeah, push him. He needs to go to SmackDown and feud with AJ over. He just club. needs to go to SmackDown. That well, fixes, that, that fixes Finn Balor. That fixes everybody. <laughs> not last Roman. year, it didn't. No, not last year. This year, though. Wouldn't it be cool if Roman went over to SmackDown and they got him over without really changing him that much? That'd be hilarious. It never happened. Vince isn't going to let him Roman. He, Big Dog can't go to SmackDown. Well, maybe after the new deal I mean, on Fox. Yeah, new Fox deal. You never know. Big Dog's man. But that's yeah. the house AJ Styles built. Yeah. The I conflict know. these two could have. Well, AJ built the I mean, house. They Roman's that... just his dog. <laughs> Roman's just his bitch. Roman's just his bitch. <laughs> that's why he's in the big yard. Mm-hmm. Because um, he's the big dog. Yeah. Then we get a backstage segment between Heyman and Angle. Um, this is our storyline yes. through the thing. Through the whole night, yeah. Through the whole night. It's pretty good. These were my favorite. All the all the Lesnar story mm-hmm. bits were my favorite clips from the whole Raw oh, yeah. that was on YouTube. By far. Um, but Angle says that if Lesnar doesn't show up in the ring tonight, uh, that Heyman is fired. Which is stupid and doesn't make sense within the storyline of the WWE. Yeah. Okay, he said that he didn't show up on Raw, which was stupid. If he would have said didn't show up in the ring... Actually, that's not my issue with it, honestly, because I think he just meant ring and said raw. Yeah. I think my issue with it is, storyline-wise, Paul Heyman doesn't work for the WWE. He's the advocate for Brock Lesnar. So what the fuck's Angle threatening him with? Firing him from what? He doesn't work for them. But he's... he. uh, Yeah. I mean, kayfabe-wise, I guess. Right. I mean, that... Though he's, that's the thing is like how are we supposed to how WWE. are we supposed to suspend disbelief when they right. can't even like let it happen and they break kayfabe constantly these yeah. days? I, it was just stupid storyline wise. Heyman shouldn't give a shit because he doesn't work for Kurt Angle or the WWE. Right, he works for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be getting paid by WWE. I right. mean, storyline wise right. on TV. Right. Um, that was my issue. I thought it was um, dumb. Then we get a match between Alicia Fox and Folks. Natalia. Right. Um, She's not doing her captain gimmick anymore. I was honestly rather enjoying her being this like crazy chick that thinks she's the captain. Like I thought yeah. it was cool. Yeah. I liked it, but I mean, you know, mm. we'll see what she does here. Yeah. Um, you know, she's been with WWE for ten years now. Mm-hmm. I just heard that today. She just recently celebrated her ten year anniversary with them. Yeah. So kudos to you, Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. Folks, sticking around. You made it. And she's been. Better, or I mean, at least before she got hurt, she was way better getting. Better oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Than she had been. Um, it's because back before it didn't matter if you were good or not. You you had like two mm-hmm. and a half minutes, including entrances. Right. Good luck. Poor Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. He produced a lot of that shit. Right. I know. I yeah. I listened to that podcast. It was, it was really, really good. good. 
So was Luke Harper on ENC today, if you got to check that out. That was really enjoyable. It made me like Luke Harper even a little bit more. Nice. Um, But yeah, so this match was really good. Pretty good, the way it worked out. Rousey and Bliss were around Mm -hmm. the ring also. Right. Um, You know, Bliss tries to interfere. Rousey gets pissed. Uh, Fox ends up getting the win. Um, So, sorry, go ahead. I thought you were done. Oh. Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I think I think it's funny that uh, I guess Mickey James got hurt, mm-hmm. and so now all of a sudden they just team Fox and Bliss up and don't even mention why or how it happened or just oh here's somebody else who's not Mickey James but you won't mm-hmm. notice. We always I mean, notice. Kind of recruited her last week, ish, but um, it was still fun. Like Ron, then Ronda ended up just. Kicking everybody's ass for a little bit. Because that's what Ronda does. Yeah. Ronda's... Ronda's pretty... I'm, I'm really enjoying Ronda's shit. Uh, I honestly thought, like, it would like, it would be a while before we would come around mm-hmm. to her. And it took one match. One match. And she hasn't disappointed since then. Like, no. every time she's on, she's... Like, yeah, she's still got some stuff to work on. Mm-hmm. But she's a natural at it, obviously. She's like Kurt Angle in that regard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I heard Brock Lesnar was the same way, too. That he picked up on it really quickly, too. I mean, I would guess. I mean, his, he was... His moveset was also... Even back then, was a lot simpler than... Yeah, and I mean... When you're coming from an amateur wrestling or some other type right, of combat... Right. Usually, it's, it's, it's an easier it's transition. An easier yeah, transition. look at Baszler, too. There's another good example of someone who transitioned very well. You just need to learn... I mean, the rules and how to not hurt people. Yeah, pretty much. Instead of hurting them. Right. Um, then we get the backstage segment that, like, I was enjoying Lesnar up to this point, mm-hmm. and he was fun in my eyes. Um, this turned him completely one of the worst, worst heels ever. Yeah. Um, he tells Heyman to go get him a steak. Yes. Medium well. Medium well. What? What is your problem, dude? Right. Like, bullshit. You get that shit medium rare, you go home. Right. Like, fuck you. Um, no, but this was an enjoyable segment. Yes. I, and Lesnar just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, and this is enjoyable. Like, I wanted Roman to win, but I kind of want Lesnar to win now. Cause if I was, get this. He was, yeah. We won't. That's the problem. Yeah, no, we won't see him again until SummerSlam. Yeah. Probably. Maybe the go home show. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll and then see. again, though, they don't give a shit about the go home show anymore. They put everything in the go after show these days. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm still looking for a better name for that. Also, than the go no. after show, go it just after. doesn't make sense. Because it goes after the pay per view. Already <laughs> <laughs> goes after. It doesn't okay. go after. Like, so the goes after show. <laughs> maybe. And it doesn't have as much. To be, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyway. Um. Then we get another backstage segment with Angle, Rousey, and Natalia back there. Mm-hmm. Rousey's pissed off. She wants Alicia Fox. Yeah. So she gets, next week, Ronda Rousey's Raw debut match versus Alicia Fox. It's going to be a quick two, three minute match, most likely. Yeah. Ronda's going to blow through her. Or there'll yeah. be shenanigans, one or the other. Maybe a little bit of both. I could see Bliss getting involved in it, maybe going like five or six minutes. That could be. Um... Then we get, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Elias. Uh, he's in the ring doing his shtick. 
Um, being Elias. Being Elias. Calls Bobby Lashley out, or Bobby Lashley comes out. I don't remember which way it worked. Uh, but he ends up getting Lashley to sing with him. <laughs> I don't remember the song offhand, uh, but it was really good. So they cut out Lashley singing. Oh, really? Yeah, he was. I heard it. Yeah, he was singing for a little bit, and then Elias hit him with they the cut guitar. It out, they cut it out of the replay. That's bullshit. Uh, I mean, I I didn't watch this clip. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't even see a clip for this on YouTube. Okay. I don't think they put a clip up for the, them singing together either. Honestly, they might have, and I missed it. But yeah. uh, what's wrong with wrestling podcast this week? Thankfully, played, and I got to hear it. Oh, okay. and then they also. That's where I found out that on the replay they cut out him singing. Huh. Fair enough. Yeah, that's shitty. I thought so too because it was awful and. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder what else they cut out. So were they making? Are they making Elias face? Or are they turning Lashley Hill? Or I mean I guess no. he hit him with the guitar, but Yeah, he hit him with the guitar. I don't know. I think they'd Lashley's be good friends. Face. I think Lashley should turn heel and join Elias. That would be good. I think I would enjoy Lashley a hell of a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't even have to sing every week either. He could sing like every couple once a month. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like not as a tag team, but as no. a, a group Just like, like a yeah. faction. Like Dolphin and Drew. Okay. I like that kind that. of same relationship. I don't think either of them need it. I'd ra- I'd rather see him feud. Lashley personally. needs something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think a feud with Elias, Elias is what he needs. I mean, ultimately, I wish he would have beat Roman, but he should have. He did. I mean, but if you're not doing this, where else <clears throat> do you put him? That's true. I guess everybody else does have something going right now, and Elias right. is your next big dude left. I mean, unless you're gonna. I mean, Mike Canellis. That's about all you got left on the roster. Or Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Kurt Hawkins, Bobby Lashley feud. Yeah. Yeah, like 15 minutes. Yeah. Lashley gets him like with a desperation roll up at the 15 minute mark and barely gets the three count, and Hawkins actually dominates most of the match. I'd watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Hire me WWE. Right. Um, we get KO and. It's Kevin Owens for you people who don't know, because uh, there's a lot I, of KOs out there. I just I agree, but I also have a hard time believing any of the buds don't actually know who what KO means within the wrestling world of yeah. Monday Night Raw specifically. Right, I know, but there's other K. It could have been Kyle O'Reilly. That's KO. Could have been Kenny Omega. Yeah, no. Could have been. Uh, Hopefully never. Kazuka. I'll be honest. I don't ever want to see Omega in the WWE. No, I. For a one-off, I would. Yeah, if, if he's just a one-off. If yeah. I could get... What I want... I want Roman Reigns to go to New Japan and fight Tama Tonga. Mm-hmm. And I want... Kenny We've talked o- about that plenty I times. want Kenny Omega to come to WrestleMania and fight AJ Styles. AJ? I think. Yeah. Be the best match you can put on. Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. That would be sweet. Honestly, if anyone's gonna come up, triple threat. Mm-hmm. Kane Omega, Andrade, Cien Almas. I know, right? You don't even you yeah. don't even need three. Those two alone is magic yeah. right there. But I'm gonna throw a third in. I'm uh-huh. gonna say Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Right. 
Um, God, where were we? Oh, so Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin <laughs> backstage. Kevin Owens is <clears throat> telling Corbin that he's his uh, son's new favorite. Yes. Um, because of what he did. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to say that um, it would be unfair of Braun to be able to cash in. Right. And Corbin's like, no, fuck that. Until SummerSlam, it's still his briefcase. Mm-hmm. He can do with it what he wants. Yeah. That'll come into play later because this is bullshit. But anyway, so yeah, next we had Braun Strowman, Jinder Mahal. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, did, I only saw a little clip of it. It was dumb. It was. Uh, KO comes out, takes the briefcase. Strowman magically thinks that because he holds the briefcase, now he has it. So he gets distracted and gets out of the ring, gets counted out. Realizes he gets counted out, goes in, beats the fuck out of Sunil Singh. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, Brutalized him, man. Yeah. Um, and... You wonder why his brothers hurt. Exactly. Like, um, but yeah, that's gender escapes, whatever. Yep. Um, this was probably the worst segment Braun Strowman's had in a very long time. Since, in my opinion, he lost to Kalisto in the dumpster match. (laughs) forgot about that oh my god i forgot about that that was awful yeah oh that like, was so bad yeah that's this is probably the worst moment since yeah that. you're that was oh man yeah okay like so bad yeah um that sucked so the uh next segment i actually thought thought was pretty enjoyable for who was in it robert rude mm-hmm. and mojo riley brought okay. backstage um i don't know if you saw that no no yeah um, I think I saw I think there was a clip and I just chose not to watch it because okay. it was just like a 20 second was, clip of them brawling yeah. backstage and I'm like was, yeah I've seen guys brawl backstage before yeah it was kind of like if you were in um, like high school mm-hmm. and two guys were fighting in the locker room oh, okay. after gym class or One something of those, right right and so like you know all the lower card guys are in there and they're rooting on the fight and, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's dumb but okay it was fun though, because like they showed some aggression. It, was it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm glad I skipped that. It was different. Um, oh, then when this pissed me off, we had about a two minute match between uh, Apollo Cruz and Ackham or whatever. Oh yeah, from, from AOP. Yeah. And Apollo um, wins. And Apollo and wins. And what the fuck is that? 50-50 booking. That's it's what bullshit. that is. Like, AOP should be dominating. Yeah. It's the same thing with Sanity. Why is Sanity lost yep. twice? Like, it's bullshit. These people should be dominating. They're big. Same reason Baron Corbin's lost twice. Same reason everybody yeah. loses. It's just ridiculous. The 50-50 needs to stop. Like, you have to... When Vince is gone, it will stop. Mm-hmm. He's fully convinced it works. And it doesn't. It doesn't. And I was listening to an old... Something wrestled with Bruce Pritchard today, and the topic was the ravishing Rick Rude. And Bruce made such a good point. It's back in those days, the guys had to come up with their own stuff and their own concepts to get themselves over. Right. And now, nobody cares about getting the guys over. It's about mm-hmm. getting the brand over. Right. And that's yeah, that's what it is. And I don't know, those weren't his exact words. That's but... why. That's why I like the independents. Mm-hmm. Better in that type of way because yeah, the guys it's still guys are... that have to figure out ways to make themselves look different. Exactly, Space Monkey's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, what a genius fucking gimmick! 
Yeah. I mean, he was all out bringing the banana to the ring mm-hmm. and everything, eating right. it. The dude and slipping then on the banana. The banana peel. <laughs> that was really good. That was a fun spot. Really good. Um, we didn't even talk about that in the AIW review no, episode. But yeah, that was a, there was so much that happened there that mm-hmm. it was hard to keep track. I do kind of um, wish I would have got a Banana Club shirt. He had the best shirt there too. I didn't see him for sale. I oh, I saw I saw a couple people wearing them. I saw a couple people wearing them, but I didn't see him for sale. So on. I don't know if it was maybe he was out there before we got there. Or that's possible because he did wrestle in the first match, right? And I didn't really look after we got there. I only mm. looked when we first got there. Yeah, because it was I too crowded know. when we went to the. To I the checked when we went to the bathroom. I look glanced. I tried to, but or there were so I many people back. I couldn't see. Yeah, anything, when I came really. back, I glanced, and I didn't want to get stuck, so I tried to keep moving. Yeah. But all right, all right. Anyway, um, so then we go to backstage with Roman Reigns and Kurt Angle. Uh, Angle says that Roman's getting sent home right. because he doesn't want a thing with Lesnar, and if he doesn't go home, Stephanie's going to fire him or some shit. And I liked it. Yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. Because here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Lesnar's going to come out. Who's going to show back up? Right. And he's actually going to get cheered when he does. Right. Means and we'll get to that when we get to that. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah. Okay, this is going to be cool. I almost skipped right to that clip to see it because I'm like, mm-hmm. they're actually doing something with Roman Reigns I'm going to like. And I'm actually yeah. going to cheer him too because I want to see the title back on TV. I don't care who has it. Right. I just want it back on TV. Bring the red belt back. We should start that movement. Bring and they the had like hash the yes movement. And we yeah. had the the give divas a chance thing. Mm-hmm. And we should start the bring the red belt back. Bring the red belt back. We're bringing it back. Bringing it back, We're taking buds. it back. We're taking it back, buds. The red belt. The red belt. Um, all right, so then we get a B-team promo. Uh, another decent promo. I didn't see that. Yeah, there's a promo. Then uh, the Leaders World showed up. Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy. Okay. I was um, just going to ask what, who, what or who were they cutting a promo on. But yeah, that's what... Yeah, they were cutting about how they beat Matt and Bray again. And so this feud's not over then, unfortunately. Uh, oh. I mean, kind of. Okay. Yes and no. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then they show up. Oh, it's because the B team asked them, or was like, well, why'd you beat us down after? And then that's why the deleted gotcha. showed up. Gotcha. And then, yeah, they show up, start trying to explain themselves. I don't exactly remember what they said, but then uh, top guys showed up. Okay. The revival come down. Nice. This ends <clears throat> up being a match between then we get a match between the revival and the leaders of the worlds with the B team on commentary. Okay. I bet that was fun. Yeah. They were hilarious. They are dude. Those guys are so much fun. Mm-hmm. I want to be friends with them. Me too. I'd hang out with the B team. And then if you are listening and you are the B team, you're welcome to come hang out with oh, us. Oh, for sure. You can even come on the Budcast with us. All day. Yeah. We should start calling it the Budcast. The Budcast. Why are we not already doing that? I don't know. Oh, okay, anyways. I think we have before. We should do it all the time, like all the, the time. Budcast. Right, the Budcast. The Budcast. <clears throat> um, yeah, this leads to a match between the Revival and the Deleters Worlds. Um, they end up winning. Revival did. Good. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if this is going to lead to. I hope a they finally threat. start doing something with Revival. Me too. I want the revival to win at SummerSlam. I'd be fine with that. As much as I like the B team being the champions right now, mm-hmm. I'd be okay with revival taking it. Yeah. They deserve it. Me too. I yeah, for sure. 
They're the top guys. Well, they should have had the chance to deserve it. Right. They just got injured. I really do think this was all just Vince making sure that they're not going to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought was thinking. I think we even mentioned that on an earlier episode. You guys can check out the Bud Kives. The Bud Kives. Bud Kives, Bud Kives. Um, And then... And then Rollins, Seth Rollins, gets his ass kicked by Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. This was, yeah. They team up on one dude and kick their ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is where Ambrose gets reintroduced. Yeah, we get maybe we get Ambrose Rollins for those two at SummerSlam that early, or something. Something else where Ambrose comes back at SummerSlam. I think it's Ambrose comes back at SummerSlam. Right. That's his first appearance back. Okay. What's the something else? Um, Just I mean, another one-on-one? It's going to be... It, well, they announced the one-on-one last week. Right. But and I think it's going to start as that, and then, of course, there's going to be interference, and that's mm-hmm. when Dean comes down. Right. And I don't think right then and there they do anything, but I think that's going to lead to a tag team match down the road at whatever the next pay-per-view is after SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, extreme Elimination Challenge or something? I don't extreme, know. Yeah, that one. All right. Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Yes. That's, that's what it is. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> so we get Sasha Banks and Bailey, and Bailey. versus... The Riotless Squad is what I like to call them. I now. like that actually. That's right? pretty. That's pretty good. Because Ruby's not there. Right. There's so no riot. Just, the no. Riotless Squad. I the like riotless it. Squad. I like it. Um, I bet that sucked. Yeah, it was whatever. And they just kind of won. Okay. Like, they worked Sasha well together. Won? Yeah. Of course they did. They're in love now. Yeah. Um, they're not golden lovers, but their their outfits almost matched. Oh, do they now have matching gear? Almost. Yeah, almost. And I bet they eventually get matching gear. Probably. If they're going to keep the storyline going for a while. Yeah. I don't... Uh, yeah. I mean, if they're doing this, this has to... The only reason... The only way I'm okay with this at all is if we get the women's tag titles. Yeah. And this is why they're keeping I'm hoping, them together. I really hope that's what this is going to do. Because, I mean, honestly, this should have happened... This match between these two should have happened at Mania last year. Oh, for sure. And, and we're still waiting for and it. And now, right, and I think we're waiting for it because it's going to happen at Mania this year. That'd be sweet. That's my thought. Worth the wait. They don't make us wait for anything anymore. No. And that's the thing. People bitch about, and I mean, I get this, the back and forth is just weird, but people bitch about the long-term term storytelling, that there isn't enough of it. And when my we get it. My problem is that it isn't enough. It just isn't good when they do right. it. Except Ciampa and... Go watch Chompa, the, go watch the, yeah, I mean, that's Gurkana. NXT, though. That's the difference. And, yeah. That's different people, right? But on the main roster, you don't, you don't get that. No. And you it's used to. they think people go are back casual. And look, and go back and look at the Mega Power story. Yeah. That's one of the best. It took, like, over a year to tell. Right? That's one of my favorite stories in all of wrestling. Me too. Obviously. As far as one single storyline and mm-hmm. not, like, someone's career story. Right. But just one person's single storyline. Right. I mean, that and, and Kane and Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Their entire and story. Man, with mankind and yeah. Right. Where that all started and right. then becoming the brothers of destruction and Yeah. And all that. All that. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we'll talk about Kane in the next episode. Yeah, we will. Um We get Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman backstage again. 
Um, this time Lesnar's being even more dick to Paul. Yeah, basically. that was the theme in the night. Yeah, basically tells him, you know, this is your job, go fucking fix it. So, True Angle story. and Corbin are in the ring. One, obviously, one, still one Lesnar out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Heyman comes out and, like, look, I fucking tried. Like, and pretty much denounces Brock Lesnar. Yep. Um, and then um, Lesnar finally comes out. Finally, his music hits. Right before Heyman's about to get fired. Just comes out. Fucking F5's Kurt Angle. Corbin gets the fuck out of there. Quick. Heyman's trying and stop. gets stopped. Yeah. Lesnar fucking pounds. Grabs him by his face. Yeah, grabs him by his face, screams at him. And then... I think that was the best part, was just grabbing his bottom of his face. Like, that was my favorite thing about that. His big walrus face. Right, with Lesnar's giant fucking mitts of hands. Uh, (laughs) Dude does have big hands. I noticed that when he grabbed Heyman's face. Like, dude, yeah. Right? Yeah. No wonder Sable loves him. Right. Right? He only takes one. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, that's it. Yeah, nothing. Where was Roman Reigns? What the right. fuck? What the Roman fuck? Roman Reigns comes out of the you crowd. You would have finally gotten cheered if yeah. he would have just ran through the crowd like normal. If he would have came in through the crowd with like busted handcuffs on and beat the fuck out of Lesnar. Left Lesnar Lane? Yeah. He would have been over. Yeah. Like, how do you not see that? How many times, though, have they had the opportunity to get, o- get him over and they don't pull the trigger? Right. And then when they try to pull the trigger, they do it in the worst way imaginable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look at the greatest Royal Rumble. It, he would have got fucking cheered so hard yep. in Saudi Arabia. Yep. And That's what the casuals would have heard. Yeah. That you're obviously so... Right. It's funny that they're so worried about the casuals, and it's like, but we're the ones that spend the money on shit. Exactly. We're the ones buying the t-shirts, and... Yeah, but that's nothing. It's their TV rating, or their TV deals. I get it. That's true. That's where all their big, big Because they're advertising. Yeah. I mean... You're right. Yeah. All right. All, all right, right, so SmackDown? Tuesday night, SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Sister, sister. Sister, sister. We start off with Carmella. Mm-hmm. Cutting an awesome fucking promo. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Becky first. Yeah, Becky was first. And Carmella came out and interrupted her and cut, like, the best promo Carmella's ever cut. Best promo of the night, of the year, maybe? Very long time. This was fantastic. At least one promo. Like, she was legit about to cry, it seemed like. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think she had a couple tears coming out. And then, fucking laugh, man. Yeah. Love it. And then, yeah. She, you know, saying that all the people on Twitter and mm-hmm. picking on picking her, on telling her. her she can't wrestle, she doesn't deserve it. Yep. And yeah. It was, I mean, I felt for her. I was, it right. was like, holy shit, what is happening? She, it hit me in the yeah. man. And then, and then James Ellsworth's music hit. Yep. Becky turns around, Carmella hits her with the title from behind. Yep. Starts beating the shit out of Becky. And who comes to the rescue? Right. The queen. Charlotte Flair returns. Herself. Back from her mm-hmm. double breast plant repairs. Yeah. I guess that's how would you call it. Titty that? surgery. That's what I like to call it. All right, there you go. Titty surgery. Fixing um, the boobs. Fixing yeah, she the comes boobs. out and makes the save. Yes. So. Good to see Charlotte back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about 
Well, we'll get that that at the end. Or, yeah. In a little bit. And a couple more segments. In a couple more segments. So then we go to an Usos promo. Mm Mm-hmm. And they basically said that they're the Usos and that they've been Usin since day one. Is H, right, Us? Is H. um, Mm -hmm. Some other stuff. Yeah. They used uh, one of their cousin's promos, The Rock. Yeah. The good cousin. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So was, that was alright. It was whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it was kind of neat to hear, but yeah, yeah. I like when and, they acknowledge. But I mean, basically, they're just the saying, period. you know, we're gonna win this first match in this tournament mm-hmm. tonight against the bar and Oos. Right, right, Oos. Tell Moose yeah. and the Ooses told the Ooses. I guess I don't know. Yeah. So then we cut backstage from that promo to uh, Paige and Carmella. Yep. And Paige tells Carmella. That she's going to have a match with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And if she loses... Charlotte will be entered into the Women's Championship match at SummerSlam, making it a three-way. Mm-hmm. Which pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. Like, I just want Becky to have her fuck. Like, let Becky have her fucking moment. Yeah, I you mean, keep building her up and tearing her down and building her up right. and tearing her down for fucking nothing. The crowd wants it. Just fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, as long as she still wins, I'm okay with it. I don't though. Cause I mean, I'm I'm more okay with. I want it. Becky and Charlotte to be a thing for later on. That can happen. Yeah, I mean, with it being a triple threat, you kind of save it. I guess. I mean, you got Becky still pin Carmella. But I guess that's that's next week, right? What was that match next week? No, the match was. It was tonight. Oh, wasn't it? I, uh, I don't remember seeing the match. Maybe it, not. Maybe I didn't finish SmackDown, but I don't remember watching the match, and no, I don't have any no notes match. about the match because there I, was no match. I think yeah. it happens next week. But it's gonna happen. It's next week. Yeah, it is. But it's probably. Uh, yeah, we'll see if it happens then. I can't For remember. For some reason, honestly. I thought it did happen. If it did, why. I missed it. Yeah, I fell no, asleep or it something. Wasn't there? I don't remember no, mentioning any SmackDown. Yeah, it wasn't in my notes either. Because I, I had it up on my tablet the whole night. I even yeah, pulled, I, I, I pulled it up live and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Um, then we got the match that the Usos were just promoting a little bit earlier mm-hmm. between the Bar and the Usos. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is a solid match. Good, I mean, yeah. I'm not, not surprised match. that the Usos and the Bar are two of the better right. tag teams in all of WWE right now. Yeah. I'm glad the Bar's mm-hmm. really become a real deal and not just... I mean, they've become really mm-hmm. fucking good together. Yeah. And uh, throughout the... Well, occasionally throughout this, you have the New Day on commentary... Mm-hmm. Um, Which was dumb. I wish they would have just stuck with the New Day or yeah, not. That's what I was kind of hoping. I hope... I would like them it was, to release it at yeah, some point. It was weird, but, though, because at first, like, they're going on, and I don't remember which one of them spoke last, but whichever the New Day spoke last mm-hmm. was speaking. And while he's still talking, they just cut him off and cut back over to the yeah. announced Tom, and Tom Phillips is talking about what's going on in the match. I'm I like, saw that, too. It was so stupid. That was dumb. Yeah, I would have rather just listened to them whole time. Great. Let the other guys take a break. For sure. For sure. Um, But the bar end up winning this match. Yeah. Um, So they will go on to face the New Day next week Mm -hmm. for the number one contendership at SummerSlam. Yeah. And we'll face the uh, tag team champions. Yeah. I think think the bar win that. I hope the bar win that, honestly. I hope so, too. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that's why they brought him back was to win this, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, then we get uh, probably an even better promo than Carmella. 
Yeah. From Samoa Joe. His promos are always the best, though. So good. He's like, like, every time he picks up a microphone, the dude's just on. Yeah. And, I mean, and the way he dug at Styles, Mm -hmm. just telling him that he, um, his family, you know, his family wants, secretly wants Joe to win because that means daddy will be home more and Mm -hmm. after this and that they hate the title and he's bad dad and like right shit was really it was and you felt like even maybe you know if he doesn't believe it he made it seem like he does yeah for real yeah yeah and it was it was dope i could listen to joe talk all day i could too like he should win the wwe title hold that for about two years right and then retire and do a podcast. And I mean, we've talked and we've talked about it before. Like he, like mm-hmm. just from talking, comes across as one of the most dangerous people ever. Ever. It's crazy. It is. Um, we did have Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. Did on we? The card. Yeah. Where was it? After Daniel Bryan and oh, the Miz. Really? I don't know how I missed that. I don't I remember the match, it. so I didn't watch it because I don't remember this match happening. We'll get to it. Oh, I do. Yeah, we'll get to it. I don't. I, I'm literally. I didn't. I don't think I watched it, or I don't remember it. Fair enough. Oh, it's because I wrote it on the back. It's I just, the only one on this list. Fair page. enough. No, I didn't. But I mean, for me, I don't. Okay. I didn't have anything for it. That's weird. I didn't have yeah. a note because I don't think I. I'm pretty sure I didn't watch it. All right. Well, fair enough. All right. Then we get uh, Jeff Hardy in the ring. Yeah. Cutting a promo, mm-hmm. um, saying how much the U.S. title meant to him. And yeah. He won. No more. Which no, I like. Nothing, yeah, nothing more. It, yeah, it puts the U.S. title over. It makes the title feel more important. I really mm-hmm. like that. I feel like they need more of that in WWE. But the only thing that he might want to do more than that is punch Randy Orton right in the face. I can understand so, that sentiment. Yeah. If I was Jeff so, Hardy, I'd probably want to punch Randy Orton in the face, too. Me, too. I mean, after he stuck his finger in his ear. <laughs> yeah. I got so pissed off they show that whole fucking clip again. Oh, yeah, we're going to see that. I can't watch it, dude. I can't. It makes, like, I almost puke every time I see it. It makes Mm -hmm. my stomach turn, like. Um, But then Orton and Nakamura show up and basically attack Hardy again. King Shasa. Some waterboarding going on. uh, Rubbing off the face paint. Yeah. That was weird and creepy. Yeah. Just got a, like exactly. a wet washcloth and just started washing the paint mm-hmm. off Hardy's face. It was so fucking weird. Yeah, I mean that's a heel Orton. Though. I know, I get it. I love it. It's just weird mm-hmm. shit. <clears throat> um, Excuse me. Then we finally get yeah. Selena Vega's in ring SmackDown Live debut mm-hmm. against Lana. Um, it was all right. I mean, again, Lana. Every time she's in that ring, she improves. And that's I, all you can ask for. I loved, yeah, agreed. I loved Zelina's little tranquilo move where she laid down, mm-hmm. like, in the match or whatever. Yeah. I wish, though, like, how, you know, Andrade catches himself. I get she's not big enough to catch herself like yeah. that. Obviously, she's too, she just fly between the ropes because she's right. tiny. a tiny woman. Right. Um, but it would have been cool if, like, they need to work out a spot so Andrade pops up on the apron and cuts a Tranquilo pose, too. Yeah. Just like she does when he does it. Like, I think that would be really neat for them to work something out for her matches, too. Yeah. Just saying. If they did in, like, the opposite direction, maybe? 
Like I don't know how he'd pop up from the floor up. I mean, I guess he'd have to hit the apron a little bit early to pop up. So he's like flying up as she's coming down to lay down. He's coming up into. Well, her. she could just slide to lay down, and he could just lay the other way, like oh, yeah. on the apron, like yeah. head to feet. Right. I see what you're saying. And yeah, they'd be reversed, right. like sixty-nine. And, right. Right. Does that make more sense? Yes, I got you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, solid little match there. Yeah. Lana keeps getting better every week too. Yeah. So, that's all I can ask from her. Yeah. And uh, Andrade starts to cause, try to cause distraction. Mm -hmm. Aiden English ends up coming down. Of course. And costing Lana the match. Selena Vega. You want to tell him what he actually did? Huh? You want to tell him what he actually did to cost her the match? I don't even remember. Nothing. I was going to say, he didn't do nothing. He just came down. So, how did that cost her the match? He didn't do anything. That's the... I know, but it's... That's the kayfabe thing. Bullshit. I know. I noticed it, too. He didn't really do anything. He didn't do anything. And that's the thing. I think Lana's jealous. That's the. I think this is going to be the whole storyline. Me, too. Lana's jealous of Aiden. Yep, because Russo's been giving right. him so much attention lately. Yeah, because I we do get that. a backstage segment that, for some reason, I didn't write down either. Okay. But, yeah, Lana yeah. talks to Rusev. Yeah, after the match. After the match and says... Where was he? I know you're I trying to get your you. stuff together, but I needed you and you weren't there for me. Right. Basically. Yeah. So she's so, mad. Yeah. They're br- sleeping I, on the couch. I hope they're not breaking all three of them up if they're doing this breakup. I'd like it to be just a swerve because mm-hmm. they, they're they so good together. I agree. I don't understand why you got to break them up. Because whatever. They're getting over and they're not supposed to be over. It's bullshit. Welcome um, to the WWE. Speaking of over, The Miz. Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Jesus. Daniel Bryan well, starts out touting the Rev- Evolution pay-per-view. Yep, yep. of course, because um, he hasn't had his turn yet. Yeah. Every so. wrestler has to talk about it once at least. Right. Now it's Dan- Daniel's turn. I mean, Daniel Bryan out of almost anybody, though, because he did marry one of them. I get it. I'm just saying. Yeah. So did The Miz. Yeah, that's true. Um, Maurice was a diva, too. Yeah. So The Miz, yeah, The Miz cuts pretty good promo mm-hmm. on Daniel Bryan after this. Actually, my favorite thing about this was The Miz wasn't there in person. Right. Because he was filming. He was on scene filming. Miz and Mrs. Which, in case you're wondering, films wherever he happens to be, which was probably backstage at SmackDown Live. (laughs) Yeah. Just saying. Whatever. But I thought it was, no, it made it better. I thought it was hilarious for that reason. Yeah. You know he's there and he's backstage filming the show, but that's why he can't come to the Mm -hmm. rings because he's filming. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, the Miz I is a special kind of awesome. Put that together. I just figured he was like at his home in Arizona. Oh, because think about it. the stuff you're actually watching on TV is the season currently happening. It's already been taped and yeah. edited and processed. The stuff right. they're filming now is next season. Right. Right. I just and that's the funny thing is that they, yeah. they tape him wherever they are, so they right. could be at SmackDown and still be taping and right. not. I just never shoot. thought that. They, I mean. They could be at SmackDown. I just didn't. I thought it was hilarious, yeah. personally. It just, one more, The Miz is The Miz. Right. He's amazing. Um, I'm aw- he's awesome, sorry. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like was the ending. Yeah. Just because of the crying, Agreed. it was crying babies. And it was a bit much. No one wants to hear crying babies. That was a bit too much. Yeah. Like, at first it was funny, and then once it got to about, like, 8 to 16 of them, it wasn't mm-hmm. funny anymore. I wish... But, so it was one crying baby, which then split into two babies crying with right. two pictures and yeah. sounds, and then four, and it kept doubling. Yeah. And like it was really funny when it split from one to two, and two to four, and four to eight. And after that, it wasn't so funny anymore. It just got really fucking annoying. Yeah. 
Um, and then after that, apparently, was a match that I didn't yeah. watch. So Charlotte, Charlotte and Carmella, yeah. Charlotte won, right? Charlotte won. Fuck. She with the uh, she got her in the figure eight, and she tapped her like pretty quickly. So yeah. So, that, so the match was quick too. No. Oh, okay. Was, she just was, tapped quick. Yeah, she just tapped quick. Um, was it played off by Corey? It was the same way as tapping, the disarmer. So, so yeah. yeah, so she didn't take damage. Basically, right. smart move. It's not a title match. Yeah, I think that's so, intelligent. Good for her. Um. But yeah, so now it is a triple threat at SummerSlam. And that's SmackDown Live, sister, mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. Chase is on the 205 Live. Yep. Kind of like the opposite cousin, of... Cousin, uh, cousin. Cousin, cousin. Yeah, thank you. The opposite of what we uh, just did with Raw earlier, where mm-hmm. BJ had it watched and I didn't. That's true of uh, 205. So I'll take us through. Yeah. Started off by getting a video package highlighting the, uh, the match from... Last week or week before, whenever, when Gulak won the right to be the number one contendership mm-hmm. for Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Um, it was a nice little video package. I really like the things they've been doing at the beginning of their um, their shows. Either It's either a really, really, like, mm-hmm. even for WWE, a really good video set, uh, a whole, like, little pa- video package. Nice. Or it's Drake Maverick talking about recapping instead of a video package to recap it. Yeah. And that nice change of pace to it being one of two things is really cool. Nice. So I like that a lot. After that, mm-hmm. we got Tony Nese and Kalisto. Um, this was actually a pretty good match. Like, I really like this one. Um, there was a brutal fucking... Uh, Kalisto did a hurricanrana to Tony Nese, and I'm, I was pretty sure he broke his neck with the way his head spiked into the canvas, dude. It looked bad. Like, it was brutal looking. Um, I've been noticing this a little bit more and more, but I think Kalisto needs to work on the Selena Del Sol a little bit. Okay. Depending on who he does it to, it doesn't always look good, and it didn't look good against Nice. He won with the Selena Del Sol, by the way. I should probably mention that. Yeah. And it just, it didn't look that good. Also, Tony Nese's music's horrible. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Um, after that, uh, we had Leo Rush taking on uh, some gentleman named Ricky Martinez. Ricky Martinez. Okay. Rick, Ricky Martinez, yep. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um... So, Jobber. He was a bigger dude, for sure. Okay. But, you know, that's kind of lit. It's going to have a little smaller rush mm. against a bigger dude. Well, actually, first Rush came out, and he kind of did cut a small little promo on Tozawa. Okay. Uh, and talking about why he wouldn't give Tozawa a rematch, basically. Right. And he um, doesn't deserve it. He yeah. lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, the match was whatever. Rush won, obviously. And there was a match. Yeah. Um. Then we had the Brian Kendrick versus Cedric mm-hmm. Alexandra. Al- Alexander. Uh, yes. Gulai gave Kendrick a prep talk right before the match backstage, mm-hmm. uh, before he went out. Basically, this was the beginning part of the match. Was Alexander kept countering everything Kendrick could throw at him, and Kendrick nice. just trying to kept getting the upper hand and just couldn't do it until he finally got him out of the ring and drove him into the apron and the ring steps to finally get the upper hand okay. when he suckered him out of the ring. Um, Gulak come, came out and joined the commentary team. I think he came out during the match. I don't think he was out there the whole time. Okay. Um, and then Gulak ended up distracting, uh, 
Alexander and Gallagher was able to take him out with a pretty brutal looking fucking headbutt. You've seen Gallagher's oh, headbutt, yeah. dude. It's brutal looking. Yeah. Um. And that was two o five live. That right. was pretty much what happened there. Um. Yeah. So uh, is next week the championship match? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's next week. I think they that's what they were advertising that. or anything. Yeah, that should be a fun match, yeah. honestly. Um. The build to it's been pretty enjoyable too, so right. we'll see how it goes. But that'll take us on to NXT Live, nephew, nephew. Nephew, nephew. Yeah. Uh, we start off with the Mighty cutting a promo backstage mm-hmm. um, about heavy machinery. Yes. Which is leading to the match, match with heavy machinery. With heavy machinery mm-hmm. about two seconds later. Right. Um, I mean, that's how NXT works. So. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they were having a decent little back and forth match. Mm-hmm. Um, until the Street Profits. Yes, they showed up up in the, up crowd, in the crowd making making a lot of ruckuses. Ruckus and hoopla. And yeah. What to do, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, yeah, there was a little bit of what to do. I did notice yeah. some of that too. Yeah. Um, I think they could have had a little bit more what to do. but Yeah, a little bit. Whatever. Um, it was still fun. Yeah. I do and like the Street Profits. They're, yeah, they're entertaining. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Um, I mean... I love their, their, their promo and their mic work. It's mm-hmm. not so much their in-ring stuff. Although the the younger the two, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Mon- yeah, Montez Ford. He looks like he's got yeah. a lot of potential in him. Yeah, he that's looks Bianca like he could Belair's do something. Husband. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the, they're the oh, two that just got married. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize that. And because uh, yeah, I know Dawkins is a bit more, because I know Dawkins is a bit more of a veteran, and he's been mm-hmm. around for a while, and right. it seems like they teamed him up to kind of he help him show him like, the ropes. He just reminds me of, like D'Lo. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Um, Which is yeah, but yeah. And I think, Not a bad honestly, thing in any way, in my opinion. I honestly, was a big D-Lo fan. I think you pair up husband and wife here at some point. Especially if they're going to like actually maybe do some mixed gender stuff. Mm-hmm. Like get Candace and Johnny together. Right. Get the two of them together. Right. Maybe even uh, Logan and... I can never remember which name goes with the correct writer, yeah. but whichever war writer she's married to. Right. Hanson. Row, I can't remember. I can never remember which one yeah. it is. It's one of the two. But yeah, yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah. But, so, um, um, and that ends up, yeah, that distraction gives heavy the machinery the win. Yep, gives them the chance to win. Which mm-hmm. I mean, not surprising. They're obviously had a huge size advantage. Right. And yeah, yeah. So that led us up to uh, Mustache Mountain mm-hmm. taking on State Line, State, a new Line. tag team. Yeah, new tag team uh, conformed of Matthew Knox. And Brandon Taylor. You assume they're jobbers, or, but when they have a tag team name, they're not. Yeah, Brandon Taylor. I think it was Taylor. Yeah. Um, Mustache Mountain's awesome. That's what this match mm-hmm. told me. I yeah. love watching these two guys. Me too. I mean, we've been enjoying them for a long time. Very long time. Years. Mm-hmm. And... And Pete Dunn as well, yeah. And yeah, they just they keep getting better. And the thing is, like... Bate in particular is, what, 20 now? 21, maybe? He might be 21 now at maximum. Something like that. The kid is still really fucking young. He's really insanely young. good. Yeah, you think, yeah, a lot of these guys, they still got a 20-year career. So, we just need to be paid. I mean, Tyler Bate could wrestle patience. for another 20 to 30 years. Mm-hmm. So could, like, Velveteen Dream and right. Ricochet, Leo Rick Rush. Now, Ricochet's, I guess, Ricochet's getting up there, yeah. yeah. Leo, Leo Rush Leo is Rush another. Leo Rush is, like, 12, yeah. yeah so he looks it. Minus his um, little beard stubble. Right. But yeah, Mustache Mountain won. 
Right. And Trent Seven cut a promo about how they're going to uh, take the NXT Tag Team titles back from Undisputed Air. Yeah. It was a good promo. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I like I like Trent Seven a lot. He his voice doesn't match the rest of him, and I like that. And it's yeah. in a good way, though. Like most people, when their voice doesn't match, it's like oh, it's yeah, not, but in a good way. Yeah. It's like uh, listen to uh, the band Lamb of God. And listen to their singer, and then go listen to an interview with their singer where he's just speaking, and mm-hmm. it's like, there's no way that's the same dude. Yeah, it's cool. Nice. Um, EC3 right. versus Kona Reeves. After that, yeah, he's in the top, top one, <coughs> top one percent. Yes, that song, uh, that song pops me every time. Me dude. too. It's such it's, a good entrance. He has really such a great is. entrance song. And when he sings it to himself as yes. he's walking down. Like... The only thing I enjoy more in NXT right now entrance-wise mm-hmm. is Adam Cole wait until the boom to go into the ring. He will stand on the apron for fucking ever to wait for that <laughs> boom and then step into the ring. And that's like, I love it. Nice. To the point where I do it now when his music. I wait for it. I'm like, I don't say it. I just make the gesture. The boom. You should totally say it. Maybe I should start, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... EC3 facing the finest. Yeah. Kona Reeves. Who is not the finest in my opinion. No. Well, I'm not a big fan. There's only one EST. Yeah. And that's not him. No. So he might be fine, but he's not the finest. And he's not in the top 1%. No, not at all. EC3 is the only man in NXT that can claim that. Exactly. Um, I will say, this match changed my opinion a little bit on his in-ring stuff. He actually... Yeah, he it can was go. a little bit better. He can go, apparently. Yeah. Um, I think it's because he's only been up against Jobber so far, and they finally gave him a real opponent. Now, nowhere near talent of EC3 at this point. Like, no. But it's the best matches I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. And if I can keep seeing matches like that, I might actually start getting a little bit more interested in the dude. Yeah, he's got to get better at his character. And maybe die I think they just kind of. I think they just kind of pushed him a little too soon. Yeah. I don't even... Was he an indie star or something? I don't know this guy. No, apparently, from what I read, this was his second time trying to NXT. Okay. So, I, or... Second time put on the on TV. Okay. I don't remember the first. So, I probably wasn't but, watching, to be honest, but maybe. you never know. Um, But towards the end, Dream, Dream. comes out. D-R-E-A-N, Dream. Tells EC3 that, uh... He's um, the Dream. He's the Dream, and... He wants to invite him to his experience at TakeOver. Which I thought was a dope way of challenging mm-hmm. somebody to a match, was inviting them to the experience. Yeah. The dream, really the cool. Velveteen dream experience. Mm-hmm. Patrick Clark is fucking awesome. He really If is. you were Patrick Clark, a.k.a. Velveteen Dream, you are also welcome to come hang out with us and be on the Budcast. All day, every day. No, that's a lie. But still, we are that guy. He would be... He would be like so much fun to talk to and just, mm-hmm. just talk wrestling with. Yeah. Um And that match is gonna be dope too when we get EC three yeah. and Dream. That's gonna be a fantastic match. Yeah. And a little bit more build up over the next couple weeks too, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. We'll cement that even more. Because I'm I'm excited about those mm-hmm. interactions. Yeah. Um, and uh, after that we got Candice LeRae taking on Shannon Baszler. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, the best match of the night. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, this was yeah, a really, really solid match. Um, actually, this is one mm-hmm. I definitely recommend the buds go check out. It's yeah, worth definitely. your time. This this was this was the match from NXT to see if you're only going to watch one, yeah. and I recommend it. Candice is. I felt like this was her 
this was finally her opportunity to show what she can do, right. and she did not shy away from the challenge. Yeah. She stepped up. She showed what she's capable of in ring. Um, this is getting a little too soon, but I, yeah, I don't want her to get that push yet, but I think Mania time, she's ready to mm-hmm. take that belt from Shayna. Whenever Baszler's there. Whenever, yeah. whenever. Um, yeah. So, um... Yeah, and, and yeah. actually, speaking of Kyrie, mm-hmm. she actually made an appearance before this was all said and done. Yeah. Shayna Baszler gets the win, and then she attacks Candace afterwards, yep. and Sane comes out for the save. <coughs> yep. She looks a little crazy. But a little bit, but it was fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. I liked it. They're going to give her some more character and let her bring out that japanese She needs a little bit more character, because mm-hmm. the whole pirate princess thing is just... Right. It's I mean, like, it's cool, but they're not doing anything with Right, it. it's just the exact same thing. It. It's just she carries mm-hmm. out that little captain's wheel and does her, her poses, right. and that's that's the gimmick. Right. There needs to be more than that. There has to be something. Hopefully that's what this is leading towards, is they're going to start letting her have some more character and that's develop. What, yeah. Uh, then we get a promo for the War Raiders, uh-huh. talking about how after TakeOver, they're going to go after the NXT Tag Team Championships. Yeah. I'm glad, because I feel like we're getting, like, three or four triple threats already mm-hmm. this week that weekend. Right. So I'm kind of glad that this isn't going to be a triple threat because I was afraid it was going to be. Me too, and I'm also with you on that. I'm glad that they're going to save these guys off until after mm-hmm. the takeover to, to do that whole deal because, yeah, yeah same, same for the same reason. And I want... Yeah. I don't know who I want them to face. Right. We'll talk about that in a couple yeah. weeks, I guess. Well, uh... Check us out later on this week. Uh, usually, oh, oh, we said sorry, sorry. I jumped ahead. I'm uh, jumping ahead. Yeah, we got. Well, then we get William Regal announces yes. that we will get a match to take over between Dream and EC3. So yeah, that's official. Yep. And then Champa mm-hmm. cuts a promo. Um, Really good. Really good fucking mm-hmm. promo. Mm-hmm. This you need to go back to watch. Also, this is yeah. This like, is must like watch promo. Like, yeah. If you enjoy really Samoa good. Joe's on Raw, you're going to, or on SmackDown, thank you, you're going to mm-hmm. enjoy this one because it was excellent. Yeah. Champa's really probably the best promo in NXT right now. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dream Close. Sure. Dream Close a really good promo. Yeah. Yeah. Different style entirely, mm-hmm. but Completely. yeah. Um, and then, um, but yeah, he's cutting promo that, you know, he, about the title mm-hmm. and his win. And, yep. All that fun stuff, and then Black comes out. Uh, Champa, yeah. Champa, gets out of the ring, and obviously he's not. Know, Black he just gets up there and sits. Gargano comes out. Yes, and, that was. This is where it gets awesome. Cause, and yeah, because Gargano's like basically gets in the ring and grabs the mic, and he starts cutting a promo on Champa, reminding Champa that the only reason Champa's champion is because mm-hmm. of Gargano. Yep. And eventually, Gargano turns around, and there's a black mass. Yep. Right in his motherfucking right face. face. And then the crowd, we cut as the crowd chants, you deserve it. You deserve it. That was awesome. Yeah. Good um, crowd. If you play this story all the way to Mania next year, I think you can pull off the double turn. 
Oh, easily, easily pull off this double turn, dude. They're working towards it already. And that's kind of, yeah. So, I purposefully didn't want to mention this storyline earlier when we were talking about long-term storylines, because mm-hmm. I wanted to save it for right now. Because yeah. this is going down as one of my favorite long-term stories ever in the ever. history of professional wrestling. And if you want to go back mm-hmm. and start watching it, the place you need to go to is the original Cruiserweight Classic. Yep. And go watch the Cruiserweight Classic match they had, and then start watching NXT after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will be amazed, amazed at the story these two guys yeah, they've been have been able them. to tell for... God, that was almost two fucking years ago. That was two years I was ago. Gonna say, it's already August month. of 2018. Yeah. We're like weeks away from that. Yeah. Being, this has been a two-year-long storyline, right. buds. And it'll uh, t- probably two and a half before it's all Now imagine done. eventually... There's something that this level of storytelling up, is going to come to the main roster eventually. Eventually. Hopefully. Hopefully 2020. Hopefully. That's the goal. And hopefully, buds, you'll join us later on this week for our second episode... Where uh, we're going to be talking about our news and rumors, as always. Yep. We're going to be doing, here right before SummerSlam, BJ and I are going to be doing our fantasy booking of WrestleMania this year. Yeah, well, I guess next year. Yeah, we decided that uh, once a week, or before every Big Four, or before three of the Big Four, we will do what we think the WrestleMania card's going to be. Just kind of fantasy predicting it for fun. And then the night after, or the podcast after Mm -hmm. WrestleMania... Uh, we will also do the same. Yes. For the following so, WrestleMania. So, yeah, we'll right. be doing this uh, a week or so before uh, Survivor Series and then again right. before the Rumble as well. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that'll be on the next episode. We'll also be talking about number 88 of our top 100 wrestlers, Ole Anderson. Ole Anderson. Um, one of the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. The original Four Horsemen. Yeah. 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 So, it should be interesting. Also part of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew previous to that right. with his brother Arn. Yeah. So I think it'll be fun, yeah. uh, fun little talk about Mr. Oli, yeah, the lesser so. known of the two Anderson brothers. So, yeah. yeah. Until then, guys, make sure you check us out on Twitter at BudsWW, or mm-hmm. you can catch me at D A W R E L underscore Guns on the Twitter. Right, and me at uh, Beej two thousand four. That's B E J two double zero four. You can send Twitter. us an email to the Gmail at BudsWW at Gmail dot com. Right. You can also find us on Google Play, uh, iTunes, iTunes, basically everywhere except for Stitcher and Spotify, right? That you can get your podcast yeah. from. And then, like, if you can't get get them where you get your podcast, I get don't your know podcast how you're listening from somewhere to this. else, right? So me either, because those are the only two places I'm literally aware of we don't yeah. exist on right now. Yeah. So if you're listening to this somewhere, or if you're not listening to this somewhere, let us know. <laughs> uh, Good luck with that. Yeah. Tell your friends. Right. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell the guy down the road. Tell your pastor. Tell your pastor. Throw it. Put a message in a bottle. Throw it in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Buds. See what happens. At Buds WW. Right. That's all they need to know. Just put that in there and people are like, what does it mean? <laughs> right. In like 200 years. They won't know. Right. All right. Chinese food time. Until next right. time, Buds. That's BJ over there. Und that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Bye. Me too.
Okay.